Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Sacred Sessions. I am your beautiful host, Madison, and on today's episode, we are talking about survival mode. I've been going through a lot of things the past few weeks, and I've actually noticed a trend with a lot of people. Um, So really quickly, we're just going to ask this question in pertaining to survival mode. The current space that you're in right now, are you surviving or are you thriving? Sit with that for a second. Survival mode includes the ego, doubt, fear, casting judgment, self-sabotage, and self-betrayal. That's you in survival mode. And majority of us are in survival mode because we have to take care of day-to-day responsibilities, right? We're so focused on, you know, paying bills and making commitments to things that we don't want to commit to. And we wake up one day and we realize like, am I truly living or am I just surviving in order to keep up with society, in order to keep up with this idea that doesn't really align with who I truly am, right? And then talking about thriving, are you waking up every day excited about life? Are you are you waking up every day and it's like, you know what? Who are the people I'm going to meet today? What type of energies am I going to be connected to? What type of conversations am I going to have? What what type of downloads or information am I going to receive today? Or just even just waking up just like, you know what? I'm excited about whatever the day is going to bring me, whatever life is going to bring me today because that's the energy that I put out. So Really ask yourselves, are you surviving right now in this space that you're in currently while you're listening to this? Or are you in a space of thriving? And it's okay to be in survival mode. There's nothing wrong with it. But I really want to talk about something very interesting that I've noticed just a a pattern um, that I saw within myself um, and then a pattern that I've seen within other people. So whether that be just strictly colored folks or just people in general, we're all, we all have our way of trying to navigate in this world and this such demanding world and trying to upkeep a certain level or a certain um, existence. And we find ourselves existing outside of ourselves. We're doing, we're acting out of our true nature that's not aligned with us. So I just want to start that conversation about what does survival mode look like? How can we get out of survival mode? And then what does thriving look like and how we can remain in the space of feeling excited and thriving within our own lives? As we always do. I like to um, bring up my own personal experience. I realized my um, ego, and I like to apply my ego and my younger self as basically two people. Um, My younger self grew up surviving. She basically was defensive. She had to protect herself. She had to build up a wall. And she had to maneuver and navigate in spaces where she was not accepted. And just having to do all of that ended up being so much mental and spiritual exhaustion for me. And over time, I didn't realize how much that was affecting me. 
But now as I'm in this space of, you know, growing out of old ways and old habits and old routines and, you know, ways of old ways of thinking, um, ha- habitual things, whether it's something that I'm eating or digesting through media or, you know, my tolerance level is way different when it comes to people or experiences. There's certain things now that I cannot tolerate. So it's one of those things where as you elevate that part of yourself that was once surviving and had these defensive and protective um, attachments to certain things can no longer go with the space that you're in. And I had to really sit with myself and I was like, you know what? How the hell do I now navigate? Because I'm turning into this new version of myself, right? And I'm leaving the I'm leaving the old self. I'm releasing the old self. But at the same time, the reality of it is, is like that younger part of me, that ego never leaves. It never leaves you. So I really had to, you know, be real with myself and ask myself, how do I allow this individual, this survivor to become whole? And how do I befriend this individual? And the first thing I really had to ask myself was, hold on. Do I judge this person in survival mode now that I'm in this different space? Do Am I not making her feel safe? Right? So... That was that was one of the things that I was having to think about as I was releasing the old self and allowing my new self to just thrive. So like the old the old part of me, the old part of us never goes away. It but though it does not go away, it does not need to be ignored. It does not does not need to be shunned upon. It does not need to be felt filled less than when it was in that space, right? So Whoever the person my my defensive self needed in that moment, because obviously nobody was there. That's the reason why she was defensive. I can be that person right now that she needed, right? So I realized I had to ask myself, I was like, who did Maddie need? Who did baby wisdom need when she was growing up? She needed a protector, she didn't needed somebody that was going to stand up for her. She needed she needed a shield. She needed somebody that could defend her in a way where she wasn't lashing out or she wasn't getting angry. But that anger and those those emotions and her being sad, we need to let her know that she has a safe space somewhere in this new self, right? So right now because I'm in such a space of thriving and I'm excited about life. I'm excited about the unconditional love that I'm receiving, whether that be from the universe, whether that be what I give to myself and whatever that others are giving to me. I realize there are going to be things in this new self, in this new space, in this new energy that I'm in that is going to trigger thy old self. So pay attention to that. There are going to be things when you are evolving that are going to trigger your old self. You need to get in a habit. And I'm only saying this because this is what I had to train myself to do. You have to get into a habit where you make your old self comfortable in your new self. So 
to give you a visual, how I think about it is, let's say if somebody, so one of my, I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a trigger, but one of my, um, one of my things that I'm detaching myself from, um, which I'm releasing back to the old self is people doing things for me, me receiving things from other people, because, you know, I do so much, but I realize that energy has to be transferable for me in order to feel like I'm not, um, overextending myself. Right. So just being in, um, the energy of receiving my old self, Honey, she is Miss Independent. She wants to do everything by herself. She don't need nobody help. Like she got it because if she don't fucking got it, then somebody ain't going to do it fucking right. Right. And I had to sit with her and I was like, look, look here. I said, I understand what you're doing right now is because you it's out of protection that you have for me. And I appreciate that because you've had to protect me for so long. You you've had to guard me from negative energy for so long and I thank you for that. I I learned to express gratitude to her to to my old self and I said I'm th- I'm thankful for you for that because nobody taught you how to do that and I appreciate you for you know thinking about me and protecting me in ways that I needed protection. But right now because I'm in a space of thriving energy and evolved energy, that energy is not welcomed here. You being overly protective and you're doing it in a way and, and it's protective out of out of fear that somebody, um, it's, how can I put this? It's protection out of fear that the energy won't be reciprocated. Y'all following? Like there's a, there's an attachment to it. There's a fear attached to why thy old self was protecting me so much, right? While the ego was so prominent back in the day, right? So I realized I just had to sit with her and be like, I appreciate you. I understand where you're coming from, but we no longer have to protect in that way because that is not the energy that you attract. So really just shifting my perspective, shifting my mindset is really what helped. And I just thought about her in a way like, you know, my little kids where they hug me on my hip. And that's how I think of of my younger self just and I'm like, look, you have a you have a place here. You're safe here. Your shame is is welcomed here. Your fears are welcome here. Your doubts are welcome here. Your 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 um your exhaustion is welcome here. You're angry. And when I say it's welcome here, I mean it's welcome within myself. I think of like this little orb that's in my heart and everything that my old self is dealing with, whether through ego, which is fear, doubt, shame, anger, sadness, all of that is welcomed inside of me. So if nobody else is going to validate my emotions and how I feel at this moment, I'm going to be validated by myself. And when I got to that point and I started implementing that, I was like, damn, this shit feels good. To be able to get to a mental space and a spiritual space where you don't need to be validated by anybody but yourself. True validation because now you've created a safe space for the person that you used to be, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. 
Like there's so much exhaustion that's relieved. There's so much overwhelmed and um, just feeling betrayed that's, uh, that's released. And I feel like the higher version of myself that I've always wanted. And I, I think about my younger self and I'm like, damn, she would be proud. She would definitely be proud. So if you're in that space right now where you are in a surviving mode, um, based off the things that you've experienced in your life and um, based off how people have treated you, really sit with yourself one day. Sit with yourself. And y'all know I'm a bit advocate of journaling. But sit with yourself, grab a journal, and journal all the experiences and people that put you in survival mode. And whether it be bills, whether it be your community, like the environment that you're in, where you feel caged, you know, where you feel enslaved to your own environment, um, whether it be social media at times and trying to just upkeep with things, uh, whether it be how your parents used to treat you, whether it be that relationship that you were in so long and it fucked with you mentally that you didn't know how you was going to get out of it. And, and now now that you're either out of it or even still in it, you you still feel enslaved and trapped within your own head about that individual and how they made you feel, whether it be a career whether it be you not following your aligned path, whether it be people bullying you in your younger age or um, something that happened to you that's very traumatic. And who were those people that attached you to? Because I had to sit there and tell a friend, you know, though we get in these places of evolution and um, we get to a place where we're thinking on a higher level, it doesn't mean that everything we've gone through and experienced in life just goes away. It's easier as we heal, it's easier to process and to um, deal with our emotions. And, you know, we find ways of naturally just communicating our emotions, whether that be through journaling, working out, art, doesn't matter, right? But we have to get to a place where we're not, where am I ashamed of that individual and who they used to be because usually that's what we do we cast judgment so I'll use an example this one's easy let's talk about relationships we get out of a um, a bad relationship and the first thing we do is damn like why why when I was in this situation why did I not get myself out of this situation that's casting judgment and it's just like how would you know like, why would you do something like that to yourself? You know, like you're naive in a sense by being in that space. But now that you're aware and now that you are on the outside looking in into that space, why would you why the first thing would be to cast judgment on yourself? And we all do it. It's understandable. But one thing I had to realize was it's not going to help of me beating my old self up. Because that's what other people did. That's what that experience did. So why would I sit there and beat her up and chastise her and make her feel even lower than she already feels as opposed to uplifting her and telling her, you know what? It's okay that you were in that situation. It wasn't right that those people treated you that way. It wasn't right that you had to experience that. And I'm so sorry you had to. And I thank you for protecting me in that way and however you felt 
you could protect me in that moment. But let me tell you right here, right now, I got you. I got you. That's volume. And you got to really mean it. And it, it takes a minute, takes a while to get there. This is not something that just happens overnight. But for you to really sit there and be like, you know what? I got my old self. I got your back because nobody else had it. And I appreciate you for still wanting to protect me, even though I'm in this new space. Ooh, can't nobody tell you shit after that. Can't nobody tell you nothing. Another topic I really want to discuss is, are you making decisions out of fear for what you are scared about doing? Right? Because you are still attached to survival mode. So here, I use it as an example. Are you deciding not to take that trip because you feel like you don't have enough? Because you gotta pay this bill. You know, not saying to not be smart with your money, but I'm just saying, just just think about it, right? Or going after the building the relationship with yourself out of fear of you coming face to face with yourself. That's a real one, right? Or are you making decisions that are in best interest for your aligned path that keeps you elevated? Which one are you doing? So as you're asking yourself, am I surviving or thriving? Also asking, am I making decisions out of survival and fear in my ego? Or am I making decisions in order to align more to who I am and, and what have I come to this world to do, to, to live a life and experience a life through whatever you want to experience life through, whether it be just making yourself happy, making other people happy, or just truly just experiencing the world as it is, right? Ask yourself those two questions because then you can define where something is aligned with you and something is not. Self-awareness is such a huge thing when we're talking about survival mode, because if you're not keen or alert to how you're reacting to certain things, you know, especially especially like let's let's say you sitting at work. Right. Or you going through your working day. Right. Or even if a conversation with somebody, let's say all of a sudden somebody says something to you or you're experiencing something. And your shoulders start to rise up to your neck. And then your ears start to feel red. Your your the hair starts sticking up on your back. What is that? What's what what are those key indicators? That you're either scared, you're in fight or flight mode, right? That your body is like, I shouldn't be in this situation, right? Why? Is that strictly on survival? And survival through your ego and your ego being fearful, your your ego wanting to defend and protect. And ask yourself, wait, do I need to be in the space of protecting and safeguarding and defending and being defensive? Right? Or do I need to relax these shoulders and take a few deep breaths and be like, wait a minute. Let's take this in for what it is. How can I react in a different way that's going to help me evolve, right? How can I 
respond to this situation. That way I'm not mentally exhausted when I come back into myself, right? Those are, those are things that you ask yourself. Going through all of that, I realized I was in a grieving period for a very long time. And, you know, we talk about grief and we always think about, you know, losing somebody. Um, but we grieve when we break off relationships. And this is just not romantically, but friendships, right? That's a grieving process because you have to deattach yourself and release a part of yourself that was tied to something that once worked, right? So you think about trauma bonds, uh, you think about uh, karmic connections, you think about all these things where you are being tied to individuals based off the space that you were in currently. And then when you evolve from that space, you realize, damn, I'm grieving. Like, I can't connect to whatever this space is. And I can't force myself to try to go back and to connect with it. Why? Because I've also built a, a tolerance for it, right? So relationships, friendships, and then work. You know, we all did a grieving back in 2020 when the pandemic first hit because we didn't know what the hell was going on. And we had to really sit with ourselves, right? And really discover who we are. And most of us are still trying to do that. I, I see that now where people are still avoiding the conversation to have with themselves. And it's unfortunate, but this is the space that I created for us to continue to keep having conversations about it because the shit is real. When you help yourself, you help others. It's a domino effect. Um, And then also there's a grieving process with your old self, the relationship that you have with yourself. Now, another thing to touch on before we can can uh, even attack whether you're surviving or thriving, have you built that relationship with yourself? I've talked about this a lot of a lot. Have you built a true relationship with yourself where you can be your own therapist, where you can sit with yourself and have a conversation with yourself, whether that be through journaling, music, basketball, it doesn't matter, where you can really sit with yourself and have a conversation and say, what is going on with you? Why do you feel this way? Why did this hurt you? And then say, okay, well, this hurt me because X, Y, and Z. Okay, this hurt me because X, Y, and Z, but where does that really stem from? Oh, well, this stems from this. Oh, okay, well, because it stems from this, how do I approach the situation in a more healing way that's helping me to make me evolve more? These are the important things that you have to ask. And I'll say this, say this much. After I went through all of that, just talking myself through things and um, trying to release, and it it wasn't more so like um, avoiding and truly detaching myself. It's more so like, I validate that you are here. So my younger self, right? My younger self, my ego, I validate that the shame or guilt, or fear, or doubt is here, but trust me, I got it. Another thing I had to really sit there and ask was, did I trust myself? I had to ask my old self if I trust my new self, and if I'm being honest, that was a big one, because it was like, it was like, how could I not trust myself? And it was like, no, that's not what I asked you. I didn't ask if you trust your old self putting up that wall. And I was like, bitch, 
like, okay, like she coming for me, sis. Like, you know, this this is the conversation I have with myself. So I'm re- I'm really tough on myself. So that's why I'm so tough on y'all. I was like, no, I'm not asking you if you trust the old self that likes the plateau and is comfortable. I'm asking you, do you trust your new self, your evolved self, the the self that you've worked your ass off to get to for so long? Do you trust her to now protect us? And that one, that one really settled in. And I had to really sit there and think about that one. And going through this process, just journaling, I'm telling you, I had pages and pages of just journaling and just talking my way through certain things. And the answer at first was yes, but then I, but then it was, I'm scared. And I was like, is it the present you that's scared right now? Or is it the ego and your younger self that's scared? And it's like, it's my, it's the person that's scared. The, the one that's in fear, the one that's defensive. She, she's scared about protecting you, about, um, about trusting you because she's depended on this safeguard, this, she's dependent on this fear-driven mindset to get her to certain places. And now you're telling her to switch all of that. What? What? That's what she was scared of. And then over time, I realized, I was like, hell no, I do trust my new self. How could I not trust my new self? I have built myself up to this point. Who else am I going to trust? Right. And I'm not going to be no hypocrite. How could I trust anybody else but myself? Right. To be my protector, to be my provider, to validate my feelings, to validate emotions that I may not understand right then and there, but the more that I sit with myself and talk with myself, then I'll get to a point where I can understand what all these emotions mean. And then not cast judgment if I fear something. Not cast judgment on myself if I feel guilty about choosing myself when somebody makes me feel a certain way. These are the things that I had to really sit with myself about. And it's not an easy thing, especially when you haven't built a relationship with yourself. Especially when you're not self-aware. And it's always, I'm always going to hone back onto self-awareness and getting to know yourself um, and getting um, comfortable with being uncomfortable with yourself um, because it's very important. You cannot evolve with a fear-based mindset, with a um, doubt-driven mindset with a mindset that makes you feel you are limited and a mindset that makes you feel lacking. You cannot expect yourself to grow in that. You will plateau and you stay in a low vibrational frequency and then you start to look outward instead of inward, right? A lot of this surrounding um, being a survivor and attaching you know, survival tendencies to our present moments has to do with the work that we need to do within ourselves. So this, and this ties into, um, to my spiritual folks, this ties into the ego death, this ties into, uh, the dark night of the soul. Right. And I feel it's important to recognize that you once were a survivor and that 
you are not to live a life through survival. You are to live a life feeling fulfilled, feeling loved unconditionally, feeling as though you are validated no matter what space you walk into because there's validation that you hold within yourself. You hold that key within yourself. Um, something just really, really important for sure. I know that was just a lot to take in, um, but I want y'all to learn to be honest with yourself. Ask yourselves the right questions. Surviving or am I thriving? Which one is it? And it's okay. It's okay to be a survivor right now. How do you figure out how do you get yourself out of survival mode? And survival mode can go to different things, different elements of your life. Because you can't fix them all at once. Survival mode, the easiest, the other easiest one is, am I surviving with my attachment to money? <laughs> and how much coin I'm making? Am I surviving on my responsibilities? Um, and allowing my responsibilities to dictate what I can and can't not do in this life. Ooh, I know that's a big one, right? Or am I thriving off of no matter what this bank account looks like, I can do whatever I do, please, right? These are questions that you have to ask yourself. So I'm going to leave y'all with this. Get to know yourself. Validate yourself. And find a place for that old self. If you're having a hard time right now and it seems scary and you find yourself in an uncomfortable space where certain things are no longer working out for you anymore... Uh, whether that be in friendships and you feel like you have to let go of certain things, follow that. If you feel like you have to release something and let it go, follow it. Because that is your intuition telling you that you are, that you need to be somewhere else. That you are supposed to evolve into something else. But you have to learn to trust that new self in the universe or God, whoever it is that you believe in, to lead you in the right direction. Mm-hmm.